Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hi, everyone. Ann Louise Gittleman here for First Lady of Nutrition, and I'm so happy to be with you this week. We have an extremely important guest for you who actually came to my house and did a zap proofing of my entire environment, and he's going to share with you all the secrets of zap proofing your home and internal environment, too. The name of my guest is Brian Hoyer. He's the founder of Shielded Healing. He's my new best friend. Don't forget, my friends, to also pick up my book on zap proofing, which is called Zapped. It was written about 10 years ago and is as current today as it was back then. It's a step-by-step manual for fortifying your body, your environment, and your home. So let's get to it. Welcome, Brian Hoyer. Brian. There are Ghostbusters, there are Crime Busters, and now there's Zap Busters. So I need to know why you founded Shielded Healing. <laughs> what an intro. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people call us a Ghostbusters, you know, and we come in with all of our equipment. So it's very reminiscent of that. Uh, but yeah, why I founded Shielded Healing, basically, I, I started off as a health practitioner and and then you know, eventually started working with people and took some continuing education with Dr. Klinghart. My favorite, my favorite doctor. He was my doctor 30 years ago, by the way. Amazing. Yeah, he's an amazing doctor. He's always on the cutting edge, I've found. And um, he was talking about EMF probably 30 years ago or more. And uh, he had one specific lecture that just really spoke to me because I was working with a lot of uh, children and uh, and moms at the time. And uh, he said that, you know, we were having a rise in rates of autism. And he said, he said, oh, the only kids in his pra- practice and half of his, half the people in his practice, half of his patients are children with autism, but the only ones that get, be- get well are the ones that take care of the EMF problem. And so, wow electromagnetic frequencies and follow this specific protocol. And so I started trying to implement different solutions and referring out to other professionals and nobody was kind of doing it to the level of what Dr. Klinghart was asking of his patients. And so I started tell doing me, that. Tell me what that was exactly. Yeah. So it, it was basically we need to protect fully shield the entire sleeping space. And you can do that with with paint or with a carbon and graphite shielding paint on the walls, ceiling, and then shielding on the floor. Or you can do it with like a sleeping canopy. And when I when I was uh, out there referring out to these other professionals at the time, when I had a, I was a full-time nutrition practice, so I didn't have time to do that at, to do to go into it at the time, but uh, nobody was following that protocol. It was always just shielding one wall, just moving the bed a little bit. Okay, this isn't the worst I've seen, so you should be okay. You're not going to die. And so it was kind of, it was like the mainstream version of what I felt like 
I was fighting against with my nutrition practice, but it was in the EMF world uh, where you're just trying to prevent disease instead of optimize health. And so I decided to start Shielded Healing to optimize health and help people get better uh, and cut out all the damage from EMF that you're experiencing 24-7 and focus on the priority areas and uh, build protocols basically for people's homes so that they can have a wellness plan that actually gets them better and EMF is no longer an issue in their home. So you and I are going to take a deeper dive. You know, I wrote the book about EMFs many years ago and talked about many of the issues that we're finding are popularized today. The name of that book was Zapped. What, yeah. what do we learn? What did you learn about the whole concept of EMFs? How does it damage the human body, especially children's developing nervous systems? Yeah, well, what it, what it does is it, it kind of attacks us on a cellular level uh, and basically every single cell, but especially concentrated in the heart and in the brain, they have these voltage gated calcium ion channels. And whenever there's voltage that goes across the cell membrane, they open up and cause calcium to flood into the cell. And what that does is if there's nitric oxide and superoxide present, which many times there are, uh, it creates this potent uh, free radical called peroxynitrite. And, and uh, this, is, this is all kind of documented by the work of Dr. Martin Paul out of Washington State University. God bless him, what a nice guy. Yeah, he's 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 had some really groundbreaking research and uh, lectures that you can look up on YouTube and other places. But he uh, he basically put together all these studies that showed like the damage caught like EMF damage comes from this uh, this one particular pathway. And then there's other theories, too, that it, that it uh, actually attacks like mast cells and um, and then also just the the way that it impacts the body that we might think about is like how does electricity impact the body well it causes muscle contractions and so whenever a muscle contracts you're using calcium and whenever it releases you're giving up magnesium and so you know one, one of the theories i have that's kind of documented in a lot of the literature is that people who have chronic emf exposure are also being depleted of those two important minerals yes i couldn't agree with you more so the idea is that you now go into a person's home and especially concentrate on the sleeping area to make it into a healing sanctuary because we spend a third of our waking out, our third of our lives, I should say, in a sleep mode. So what are you finding? You came to my house, for example, you had very fancy equipment. You have an EMF meter. You go into somebody's house and you measure and tell me what you're finding that's most prevalent with people that have issues. Well, the biggest problems that we have now is um, the ever-increasing wireless that's penetrating the home from the outside and also the inside. So we kind of have, there, there's a two-sided coin there with wireless radiation, where before we mainly had to worry about one Wi-Fi router and cell phone towers and maybe FM radio television stations uh, that are penetrating the home. But you know, back 20 years ago, they uh they really only had uh you know we're just starting with wi-fi routers so we didn't have much inside the home that was emitting and cell phones were just getting really popular at that time so now we have this ever-increasing wireless exposure happening in the home and then we also have uh five other types of of things that we're we're finding so oh, there's wow. electric 
electric fields from wiring in the walls. Uh, there's a lot of electricians that, believe it or not, still make wiring errors in people's homes, and that can cause a large magnetic field in the house. Wow. And you measure that when you come into the house. Yep. Yeah, we measure the body. We, we, whenever we can, we measure the body. And so we will measure the body voltage for electric fields in reference to the ground. And, uh, and then we also measure the body as an antenna for wireless radiation. So because the skin's conductive, you can actually, we have a, a piece of equipment where you can touch the top and use your body as an antenna. And you can see how much your body's acting as an antenna in different places in your home. And so that, that's, the, that's kind of the gold standard of what I consider to be the way we need to test for, one of the ways we need to test for wireless radiation is how does it impacting the body? How's it resonating with the body? And how do, how do all these various frequencies uh, interact with, with the body structures? Because a lot of our body is conductive, whether it's the skin or you go inside the body with myelin sheaths around all the different organs. And uh, there, there's a lot of lot of parts of the body that are really resonating uh, ex in an extreme way with some of these different wavelengths, because the the length of the wave resonates the most with whatever size object is about the same length of that of that wave. And so the liver will resonate different than the whole body versus like your adrenal glands will resonate with a higher frequency than than a larger organ would. So you come in, you measure the electrical frequencies, and you said there are five particular measurements you take. What are the rest? Yeah, so we have wireless radiation, electric fields. We measure the magnetic fields, low-frequency magnetic fields, the dirty electricity, that's the harmonics and uh, distortion that's coming in on the electrical lines. And then we also measure the lighting in the house because light is a type of vmf it's on oh, the magnetic and nobody's spectrum. talking about that brian you know that yeah yeah this is this is something that's really really important and you know over over the years we our lighting has actually gotten a lot worse because uh you know just back in the 1950s we had a specific type of glass that actually let in a lot of the infrared wavelengths from the sun and we had incandescent bulbs and now we've kind of we moved to fluorescent bulbs and LED bulbs, and both of those are void. They, they're emptied of all of the near infrared. And on top of that, we have windows that block the infrared. So if we're spending a lot of time indoors, then we're not getting any of that near infrared healing frequencies from the sun or the, the uh, UVB, the ultraviolet B that actually helps our body to produce vitamin D. So it's kind of a double whammy there with uh, spending a lot of time indoors because it's vitamin D, but it's also this near infrared light, which we know actually stimulates the mitochondria to produce ATP. And it also stimulates the mitochondria to produce a new form of melatonin that was discovered uh, a few years ago called subcellular melatonin. And it's, it's a uh, melatonin is a potent, uh, uh, you know, free radical scavenger antioxidant. Tremendously, and, tremendously important. People don't yeah. realize and recognize it. But you know what I was thinking of? I mean, I know you go into the house and you measure all these different fields and so forth, which I'm in awe of. 
We have a lot of people that are now driving electrical cars. So tell me what you're finding with those cars. Yeah, you know, I just did a, a master class for my uh, EMF course on this and uh, last week, actually. And what we're finding a lot in electric cars is for the most part, they're the same as normal cars, except for one factor. And that's where the batteries are located. There's always a high magnetic field. So in a, in a normal car, you're getting a magnetic field from the engine in the front and also the tire spinning. And sometimes you get that in the back seat, very back seat too. But in the middle, it's relatively low in the middle of the car. But uh, in the middle of the car in these electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles, we still have a magnetic field issue because the batteries are pulling a lot of current through them. So, um, so the, that's really the only difference. It's not a major one, but it is for people who are sitting in the back seat, whether it's your children or um, your carpooling or, or whatever. But as far as driving by yourself, there's not too much of a difference. Uh, besides a lot of these newer cars have all the Wi-Fi features and, and connectivity and everything, which is constantly blasting you if you have that on. Well, that's good to know. So you have shielded healing comes into homes, you come into workplaces, you come into offices. Do you go all over the country? You're located in the great state of Idaho because you came to my home, but do you have a team that travels? Yes, we do. So we, we travel to 40 plus states per year in the continental US. And I think this year we're finally gonna get to Canada because the borders opened up. Um, so we'll, we'll be in like the Montreal and Toronto area. Uh, this next year in 2023, and uh, yeah, we 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 go to Texas like uh, once every other month, and Florida and California. I'm up in Idaho. I go to Washington State, and we have someone in Portland, and someone in Georgia, and Ohio, and Arizona. So I'm I'm trying to train other people, and I, you know, I found out pretty early on after about a, a year and a half of doing this work that I couldn't do it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I try. I started training some really, really awesome people, and I'm very picky about who I bring on as part of my team because only half of it is knowing how to take the measurements. Like the other half is being able to communicate with people and help them to to see and and uh, follow through with a lot of the things that we find. Uh, because I don't want to be the one person that I don't want our company to be the the reason that anybody just uh, is not able to take care of this issue uh, because, you know, one pattern I was seeing early on was that uh, people want to take care of this issue. They'll hire somebody and they don't do a good job. They're not thorough enough. And then it's really hard to convince any skeptic in the house to hire another person to do it. So really a lot of times uh, our customers only have one shot to to get it done so I, I like to get it I like to be the first and last EMF assessment that anybody needs that's kind of my our goal as a company wonderful so you you go all over the country do you give classes online yeah we have I have a course that I actually partnered with uh with with a friend a colleague uh his name is Nick Pineau uh and the, the course is, is called What's that? The EMF guy. I met him. Yeah, he calls himself the EMF guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, the course is called the Electropollution Fix. And that 
that course is like a six module course kind of uh it's self-guided you can you can take it we have video and audio and homework and all sorts of fun stuff way you know ways to priority what to prioritize what to do if you live in kind of a more temporary situation like an apartment and then the the big question that a lot of people have after taking measurements and learning more about this is should i move and so <laughs> we, we kind of address that that issue because so there are some circumstances where you know we come to someone's house and be like you know there's these power lines outside you really you really can't stay here because there's nothing we can do aside from spending like $50,000 to shield your whole house like an MRI room would be shielded. So um, in that case, magnetic fields are extremely difficult to block with wireless radiation from cell phone towers. It's not the end of the world. We can usually, if you if you like the area that you're living in, we can usually uh, take care of that um, with, with more inexpensive shielding. Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health at UnikeyHealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fab Lasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. So, the grounding advocates would say all you need to do is be grounded. Can you answer that concern? Yeah, so grounding provides you with DC energy from the earth, but it doesn't block the cell phone frequencies from, from blasting onto your body or the electric fields from coming onto your body from you know the, the wiring in the house. So when, when you're actually grounded in an electrified environment, uh, those electric fields are emanating from the wall, going onto your body, and then going through your body to the grounding mat and out. So you're actually becoming part of that electrical circuit with that AC pulsating current going through your body. And a lot of the grounding advocates will, which I am a grounding advocate, don't get me wrong, I, I think it's it's a, an amazing benefit that you can get from grounding. Um, but I think we should do it correctly and do it smart and optimize the way that we're grounding. So uh, what the often like the example that people will give is they'll have like a body voltage meter and then they'll touch the grounding mat and they'll see the reading go down on the meter. Right. But all that's doing is is uh, showing you that the voltage that's that was detected before is no longer going through the meter to the ground. It's now going through your body to the grounding mat and skipping the meter altogether, which lowers the reading. So basically what, what I advocate for is grounding like our ancestors did without electricity around and in nature usually, or we can do it, we can create a shielded room that, that mimics what nature is like by not having any of the pulsating alternating current AC electricity uh, around us. If we can block that first and then ground, then we're getting the same readings as we would get out in the forest. What about the saunas that people are using? Are you finding high electromagnetic fields with the saunas? And if so, what's the answer? Yeah, that was one of the first things that I really started testing uh, about five years ago when I was when I was uh, diving into this topic. And uh, 
And so after I got all my equipment, I would go to a lot of the health conferences like Paleo Effects, the Nutritional Therapy Conference, and uh, Bulletproof Conference, and some of these different conf health conferences that are all around. And I would bring my meters and ask the sauna companies if I could test them. And I went to several companies that uh -oh. they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they you're saying. Went to their booths, you know, they don't like necessarily having someone come in there with meters buzzing and stuff like that. But uh, there, there was one company that I was able to, to um, convince to have me test their, their sauna at the conference. And that was Sauna Space. And uh, he had already, you know, he had, he had communicated to me that, oh, I already took care of some of the EMF here. And uh, I think, you know, and this is the big thing with a lot of these sauna companies, they don't, not all of them understand right off the bat, like uh, how to fix the problems. And so they might have, have one expert, so-called expert that says they, okay, yeah, this is low EMF or it's within the government standards. And so they can claim low EMF. Um, but, you know, in my opinion, and I think Dr. Klinghart would agree, like the government standards are basically mean nothing. So you, you really have to get it down to an optimized level. And I, I would consider an ancestral level to be where we really want it to be. Um, but when I was testing, uh, Brian Richard's sauna from sauna space, I showed him like, you know, he had a shielded cord on the panel, which was great. That protects you from elect a lot of the excess electric fields but in the in the panel itself is low magnetic field just by nature of of the near infrared sauna but uh at that time you know i i tested the the lights and there was an electric field coming off the front of the panel and so i showed him i took a little grounded cable and just clipped it to the the metal um cage that was around the bulb and it dropped the electric field all the way down and so uh, basically, we created a, a zero electric field sauna right there on the conference floor by doing that. And so I uh, immediately he called back home in Missouri where his factory was and explained to them how to fix that issue, how to how to ground the, the cages. And they implemented it right away. And since where, then, where in Missouri is he? Because I I interviewed an integrative neurologist, Dr. Ken Charlin, and he talked about sauna space. He said it'd be a good idea if I got one. So you partnered with him. This is the sauna you helped create or helped mitigate, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been working with Brian Richards at sauna space for probably at least five, five, maybe six years now. Wow, wow, wow. But what else do you have in this particular salon? I mean, this is not just EMF proofed, but you've got red light therapy, if I'm not mistaken. Describe a little bit of that. Yeah, so you have you have the, the sauna that makes you sweat, you have near infrared, and you have red light. And then you have all of that in a zero EMF environment, especially if you get the Faraday cage model uh, called the Faraday, because... You know, I had this idea when, when I was consulting with them, like, why don't we, because you have a tent, why don't we put shielding fabric in the whole tent and create a, an optimal healing space so your body can really get in a, uh, in an amazing parasympathetic mode while you're detoxing? Because, you know, as a health practitioner, I know that, uh, that, that you have to be in a parasympathetic state in order for your body to detox. If exactly. you're stressed exactly if you're stressed then 
your body is not going to prioritize detoxification. It's going to prioritize dealing with the stressor. And, you know, the stressor I was worried about was EMF because we have a lot of that coming in to, to people's homes. And by nature, if it's coming into their homes, it's also coming into their sauna when they're trying to detoxify. So in order to optimize that process, and I kind of explained this to Brian, like we really need to get all of the stressors out and just only only the, the heat shock protein stress, that should be what the body's completely focusing on so you can optimize the therapy. So is this, describe it to me a little bit. It's like a little tent, like a, a sweat lodge, so to speak. Yeah, it's like a it's like a little mini tent and you go all the way inside of it. So it's it's probably about um, about a little over five feet tall and uh, and it's wheelchair accessible. So if you have a if you're in a wheelchair, you can still you can still use it. But it has a, a curtain that opens and closes and you go completely inside. And then there's there's the uh, the sauna panel or panels on on one side. And the lights basically are, are shining at you and it'll heat you up much quicker than the cabinet saunas, the far infrared saunas. Um, and, and also gives you the light therapy as a bonus. So I, in, in my sauna, I have eight lights. Now they have options for seven lights uh, with, with their new panel. They have a four light panel and a three light panel. And basically you can go, uh, go in there, turn it on, heat it up for five minutes. And then uh, your sauna session only lasts uh, 20 minutes and you'll be like in a full sweat. I'll, I'll lose like uh, one and a half to two pounds of sweat in 20 minutes in that sauna. Wow. Whereas like in a typical farm for red, which I do use the farm for red saunas when I, when I'm like out of town and uh, you know, on, on business. And I'm like, I need a, I really need a sweat. And so I'll go and I'll use like a local spa sauna or whatever. And it, it, you know, and those ones I have to be in there. First of all, they're preheated when I get there. Normally they have to preheat them for like 45 minutes or an hour. And then you get in and you don't start sweating until about 35 to, to 45 minutes in. And then, you know, so for me, in order to get my sauna session done every day, uh, and actually use the sauna, it's awesome to be able to just within 25 minute window be done. But you know what I wonder about? You've seen many, many people. You've worked with many of the biohackers. You've worked with integrative medicine doctors, clinics, and so forth. What conditions are most helped when you EMF proof or zap proof a home or an internal environment? Yeah, there, there have been some incredible things I've seen with, with our customers because we've shielded uh, probably over 500 rooms now over the years, maybe more. I haven't actually counted them, but um, we do about 30 to 40 EMF assessments per month as a team. And, uh, and then usually about you know a third to half of those people end up uh, sh doing some sort of shielding or, or mitigation that, to the level that we like to see. So um, some of the big things that we've seen is uh, insomnia, uh, you know, curing insomnia like overnight or getting, you know, or, or people have these aura rings that measure their deep sleep and their REM. And a lot of those numbers will double. Um, so they'll double their deep sleep, which is the restorative healing state of sleep. Um, 
Cause you know, a lot, a lot of people don't realize they like, I sleep well, I go to bed and I wake up and I don't ever, or, and I don't ever wake up when, you know, I, I just get up in the morning and I feel, feel okay, but they don't realize that they're not getting the deep restorative sleep that will really give them energy as soon as they wake up. So um, even if you sleep like a log, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting restorative sleep. You know, there's people that sleep like logs and they're sawing logs at the same time, you know, they're, <laughs> snoring. they're snoring. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, it can make a huge difference on, on, uh, on the insomnia front or even just getting more quality sleep. Um, but one of the most interesting things, and is, uh, is we, uh, we've had at least three, uh, three, uh, customers this year who have reported getting off of their thyroid medication. How and fascinating is that? Because thyroid issues are epidemic, as you know. Yeah. And so th they start off as, you know, they're, they're hypothyroid. They got hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, and they'll be on some kind of thyroid medication. And the very night, you know, that they're sleeping in their shielded room, the first night, and this has happened like to all three people, the first night they get hyperthyroid symptoms while they're sleeping, like after about two hours, three hours into their sleep after the why, first. Why do you think that occurs, Brian? Well, the thyroid is really in charge of your metabolism and and heat exchange in the body. And I think what happens is when when you're when you're being bombarded by all this EMF, there's an inflammatory response that's happening in the body, and the thyroid is kind of in charge of upping your your metabolic rate in order to deal with that stressor. And so I, I think that you're, it's unable to produce enough hormone to keep up with the damage that's being caused. And, and so perhaps even one night is enough to make a, make a shift, make a change when that is the primary stressor that's going on while you're sleeping. Wow. And it also, it also makes me think that sleep is probably one of the number one things that you can do to help fix these thyroid problems that people are having, like optimizing your sleep. What about neurological issues? <clears throat> because the brain is so electrical. Have you seen anything dramatic with that? Yeah, we've seen uh, people with brain fog having more clarity, uh, more like, like even just being in a room during the day, um, tinnitus have, has gone away immediately and and some other things with the brain like just feel like a lot of times people will say who have issues like neurological issues um that they'll go into a shielded room and things will just feel calm and oh they're actually i was at the biohacking conference down in uh beverly hills a few months ago is that our friend dave asprey's conference yeah dave asprey's conference mm -hmm. and uh they're there was this woman that came and, and she had some neurological issues and like her head was, sh was shaking, you know, un uncontrollably. She couldn't really stop her head from shaking in different parts of her body, you know, kind of like Parkinson's type of uh, symptoms. Oh, and we took her in the shielded tent. And after about five seconds, she just calmed down. She looked at me and says like, look, I stopped shaking. And and all of a sudden I, I I look at her face. I'm like, wow, do you think it's because we're in, she's like, what is this place? I'm like, this is a shielded tent. She didn't even know it was a shielded tent and she just stopped shaking. 
and she didn't understand why. And so I was explaining everything to her and right in the middle of my spiel, I wasn't paying attention too much, but she starts crying. Oh. And, uh, and that really touched my heart. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to come and, you know, I have to find out more about what's going on. And then so her, uh, she brought her husband in and we talked for a while and she was just like, this is the first time in like 20 years that I've, I've, I've stopped shaking. And so are um, you, you going to do her whole home? Yeah, she lives in, uh, in Washington and I contacted her on my last trip over there, but I didn't hear back from her. So I'm going to try to give her a call and see if, see if we can go and figure some things out and what's going on at her house. Um, have, have you seen, you know, I'm going to move into another arena because I think this is fascinating and everybody needs to get shielded healing. So, so where do people contact you? And then I'm going to ask my the rest of my questions. How do they contact you? Yeah. If you, if they just visit our website, um, shieldedhealing.com. Easy enough. Yeah. And then they can, uh, they can poke around on there and con and uh, fill out the contact form and, if you're, if you don't see like in our store, you'll see like places where we're going, like the EMF testing section, uh, you'll see like maps of places around the country where we're going. If we're not on a list or, or if we're not coming to your area, then just contact us and we'll put you on a list to come to your area. And then usually once we get like eight or 10 people interested, we'll, we'll uh, pre-book and schedule a tour to your area. Do you see any supplements that are really helpful besides magnesium? What have you found in that arena? Yeah, well, there's also molecular hydrogen, which uh, helps to reduce EMF damage by, I think there's a study out there that says by 80%. Um, so a lot of times we'll, we'll recommend to do different nutritional strategies like that and magnesium during the day. Um, also in any antioxidant, including vitamin C, um, astaxanthin, uh, you know, different, you know, vitamin E there's, there's different antioxidants that can also help. And I, I like to kind of cover all my bases. I like to cover water soluble antioxidants and then fat soluble, like vitamin E antioxidants, because the vitamin E will actually help protect the fat cells and, and the cell membranes, um, as a, as an antioxidant. And then the, the vitamin C will protect everything else that has water going in and out of it. So I kind of like those as a combo. Um, and then there's also some herbs like rosemary and propolis that, that can help too. just having those, those spices or those tinctures um, and taking those when you're, when you're exposed. Yes. I write about that in Zapped. I write about that prolifically in Zapped. So I'm glad that you're in favor. What about the protection for the person themselves? Pendants, zeolite, shungite, et cetera. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, none of those things actually reduce any of the readings, the EMF readings on, on the equipment. I know. <laughs> you came into my house. I said, oh, my God. Yeah. So what, what I think about those is that if they're helping the body in some measurable way, like via heart rate variability, uh, dark field microscopy or, um, you know, whatever, even like on the live blood analysis. Um, and there's controversy over all those ways of evaluating things, but you know, there, there, I think there might be some legitimacy still if it's doing anything, uh, 
and making a difference in those areas, it likely doesn't have to do much with EMF. It's, it has to do more with supporting the body in some way, which even changing your breathing can affect some of those, those tests. So anything that kind of relaxes you or um, just has a good energy, um, you like being around it, you like the look of it, you like the feel of being, you know, like, like forest bathing is one of those things that, that people do. And I'm sure that changes all of those things. Uh, being around anything natural uh, can be can be uh, beneficial to your body and change your nervous system for sure. Even being exposed to sunlight and and uh, near infrared light, like like those found in sauna space products, or uh, even some of these flicker free LED panels, photobiomodulation panels. Um, you, know, you know, there's there's a lot of different strategies we can use to mitigate the damage during during the day. But, and, you know, this is kind of one of the, the areas where it clicked for me that this is why the bedroom is so important because at night we can't be taking any supplements to mitigate the damage. Mm. And so during the day we can, but at night we can't. So, so we can either preload, which I still recommend a lot of times, or we can stop the damage altogether. So it's the difference between taking like, like being exposed to arsenic and taking the antidote versus trying not to be exposed to arsenic. You know, the, the goal should be to get rid of the stressor or the poison. Exactly. So you, so you don't need the antidote. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, you can boost your health and kind of start to improve your health rather than just staying even keel or, or uh, taking steps back. Do you have any new products on the horizon? Yeah, I've actually got a whole new company on the horizon. I'm, I'm starting a new company called The Shielding Shop, and it should be live in uh, January 2023. Um, and we're going to have a bunch of new products on there, including uh, lighting and uh, different types of sauna products at different price points for, for, uh, for different people's income levels and uh things that i've tested and approved of from an emf perspective uh because there's a lot of things you can get online all over and um it's it's hard to know what exactly is legitimate versus what's not and so i wanted to provide a place for at least our customers with shielded healing where they can go and feel confident that everything's legit and and third-party tested so once again, tell everybody how to get in touch with you. Shieldedhealing.com. Any other way? Yeah, you can send us a message. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and, uh, and then if they want to look up other interviews I've done too, I mean, those are all over YouTube as well. So you just type in my name, Brian Hoyer and EMF, or you can type in Shielded Healing and you'll see, see a lot of other interviews that pop up as well. And we go into all different kinds of things. I'm always surprised on these interviews, different, the different directions that you can, you can go with different people. Well, we want people to be healed and get well. There are all kinds of incurable diseases out there these days. People are suffering from autoimmune issues, neurological issues, metabolic issues. We need help. And I think this is the elephant in the room. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I consider this to be one of the foundational factors and something that everybody should address um, because it's only getting worse, honestly. And, um, you know, once you address it in your home, then you 
you and start to develop these hab like healthy habits like turning off your wi-fi at night which can be an automated process you have with like one of those christmas light timers um and then also like phone use like like learning to keep your phone in airplane mode most of the time and there, there's just a lot of little habits that can be taught to people but then also simply setting up your bedroom as a as your healing sanctuary at night that's gonna that's gonna have like a huge step forward for a lot of people in their health and wellness and also supplement and improve anything that they're doing to heal and all they have to do is shield their room and then go in there at night and they're getting eight hours of healing therapy every single night. So effortlessly, it's the effortless effort. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing I try to explain to people is that you can buy all these different, uh, you know, hyperbaric, which is an awesome therapy. You can buy saunas, which is an awesome therapy. You can do all these awesome therapies, but if you don't take time to actually use them, then you're not getting the benefit, but you know, every single night you're going to be using your, your bedroom. <laughs> So, so true. It's, it's such a worthwhile investment. I'd encourage all my listeners to get in touch with Brian. He did a tremendous job in my house. We're little by little implementing everything. And we'll see you when we return to the great state of Idaho. In the meantime, I thank you for being my guest. Will you come back? Definitely. I would love it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. You know, this has been near and dear my heart, although I it's uncharted territory for this nutritionist. But I'll tell you, writing Zap was the most challenging thing I've ever done. And I think it's most important for so many people. So I want to thank you. I want to thank my listeners. I want to thank all of you that are tuning in to First Lady of Nutrition podcast. We're now trending in New Zealand, Australia, Finland, and Greenland, would you believe? So I thank you all so very much. Have a wonderful, marvelous week. Visit us at annelouise.com to see the latest articles in the women's magazines that we're featured in and have a perfect week of shalom, health, and happiness. Bye-bye for now. And please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.